From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm referring to Rick, a.k.a. The Brown Python, and yours truly, Benji, here for another fantastic episode. Shout out to Mike Tacklebox for the music. And no, unfortunately, Mexican Nostradamus will not be joining us for the evening. Something came up. and uh, But we do have uh, a show going, which is... It's nice to say because we've been off uh, for a few yeah. weeks. Schedules have been tight, but hey, we're in here. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're determined. We're very determined. Much you know, like, much, much like a uh, the general of uh, the uh, Wagner group. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How you can call it determined. I mean, he didn't He's, really. He didn't finish. You know. I mean, he sure didn't. He started out <laughs> he very determined. He teased a lot. He teased. He didn't finish. He didn't. He teased finish. a lot, man. And then he walked out and said, "I'm done." And we're like, "What? What? What? What?" You're not even finished yet. Yeah, so explain what exactly the fuck happened there. Because that's... Um, so... To the, to, to the average person. All right. So here, on, on the surface, this is what we know. Um, the Russian government has mismanaged this war in Ukraine very bad, very poorly. Okay? Right. And um, they hired some mercenaries called the Wagner Group, um, headed by a gentleman by the last name of Bregozzi. And... What ended up happening was it was so poorly mismanaged that at some point, 2,000 of his men have died at the hands of of Russia's uh, military. Right. Okay. And um, you got to keep in mind that this uh, these mercenaries, they know war. They fought in Syria. They fought in Crimea. They fought um, in Russia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting Ukraine right now. And they're really good at what they do. So when they see, you know, the the minister of war or whatever in Russia, whoever handles uh, the military and the within the government, mismanage the war, where it leads to the death of two thousand of his men, he gets pissed. He's yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on here? You know, I mean, you're not giving me supplies on time. You're not feeding my guys. You're not paying me. What, what the hell? I'm going to go over there and kick your ass." Mm-hmm. So uh, this past weekend, he was marching. Him as twenty five thousand men were were marching towards Moscow this weekend, and they stopped. Like maybe about I don't know how far they were like seventy miles away from from Moscow. They were close, and nobody was going to stop them. Then, they turn around and they retreat, and people are like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, he just you know it's not because he was fearing the Russian military. He just changed his mind. He just changed his mind. Yeah. Now Which, I have a theory about this. I was about to ask. So just also to to, to note, um, before they actually started marching on Moscow, like he declared, you know, made a big public deal, basically declaring yeah. war on Russia, right? Correct. The, the, um, on behalf of the Wagner Group. And correct. Um, so yeah. So they proceeded, and like you said, it was looking like okay, they're legit going to go try to take over moscow yeah and, and yeah so he halted it said he changed his mind so go for what's your because i yeah well, i've goal, got i've got some huh? interest i've got some theories myself but i'd like to hear yeah. what go so ahead. you gotta understand as of now it's all been a, a lot of posturing a lot of uh well the official narrative was well you know there's gonna be a lot of russian death and you know i'm for russia you know i am against the government but i am not against the people so i i don't want to put anyone's lives in danger Right. Okay, I get that. I mean, this guy, this guy, you know, he's 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 pretty dedicated to Russia, apparently. Okay, that can happen. However, this is my theory, because you got to follow the money. Mm-hmm. If this guy were to go into Moscow and take out these people who are running the war into Ukraine, he essentially puts an end to the Ukraine war. And guess what happens to all the people profiting from the Ukraine war? Well, they get pissed off. Oh, yeah. And what ends up happening, I'm pretty sure someone in Moscow told this guy, like, look, dude, this is way bigger than what you think. Do not march your 25,000 men in here because they're all going to be gone and it's not going to be by us. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that something like that happened because how is he going to be determined to change out the history of the, the government in, in Russia and then turn around because he faces no real opposition. Nobody was going to stop this guy from doing it. No. Except the powers that be that are running this war in Ukraine. Who are who stand to lose a lot of money if this were to stop immediately? Not only that, so, but oh yeah, go ahead. I'm no, sorry, yeah, that was it. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that was it. That was it. And um, that's my tin hat, full hat theory that there's bigger powers out there that this guy has had to be had to be made aware of, 
and let him know like look dude this this is not us okay you're gonna you're gonna piss off a lot of people and you're gonna all your men the Wagner group will cease to exist and it's not gonna be by our hand it's better we just turn around walk away we won't even press charges on you okay yeah. you, you can go free anyway go well, ahead well there. right and, and as much as regardless of what side the uh you know uh nations are are on as far as the ukraine and russia war it's taking me a long time to get this out of my mouth sorry <laughs> but uh regardless of what side anybody is nobody really i don't think would is in the interest of having a, a mercenary group take over a fucking world power like russia <laughs> right i i don't think that that's on anybody's you know that's kind of worst case scenario yeah, and China, United States. I don't think anybody wants that. So I you mean, fact you factor that into, and yeah. But the, yeah. you know what I take away from all of this, honestly, is just how fragile, um, and how it's just this situation is so volatile and so dynamic like it moves at speed of light and at any given moment man it's just really scary the consequences um you know branched out could be the 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 varying degrees of what could possibly come out of this are very very um none of them there's a lot none there's not a lot of good scenarios honestly and that one in particular is is pretty down on the the spectrum i mean ben ben was saying that you know it kind of shows how weak the Russian government really is. For sure. And they're threatened by 25,000 army of mercenaries. Yeah. And that's a real threat to them. You know? Um, but, you know, they, I think one of their, one of their complaints was like the Russian military is, being, is sending us, you know, poorly trained teenagers to come and fight with us and they end up killing us. Yeah. So they're pretty pissed off about that. You know? Right, right, and this, you know, also too, like this whole thing might be kind of like a a bluff in the interests of, you know, kind of like a strike almost or something from a, <laughs> a like a labor group, <laughs> you know, very, I guess, a little more high consequences <laughs> strike, but it, you know, somewhere along those lines. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just sure like, hey, you know, you're not going to give us, you're not going to give us what you need. We could really fuck some shit up if you don't keep us happy type of yeah you know message message he's trying but, to send but what happened why why back out at the end is it you know did like they get you what said? they wanted maybe yeah maybe under the table maybe it's like you know that was that could be too right like maybe it's under the table it's like hey look guys nobody nobody wants to see this happen here's what could possibly happen let's we'll let you save face you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, you can't really yeah. say Russia's saving face because this doesn't look good. Like you said, it kind of exposes um, how fragile the whole, you know, the whole thing is and their government. And but you know what? I haven't heard anyone talk about. Okay, so the the, the Wagner mercenary group, the twenty five thousand man army, is no longer in Ukraine. What happens now? Does this mean that Ukraine is going to win the war in the, the next few weeks? Right. Or does it keep going know. on indefinitely so that people can make money off of it? The, that's what that's the thing too, right? A lot of people, well, like we've talked about this numerous times, it's a money generator. Um, yeah, this I'm convinced. Is, I, yeah, this is obvious things. I mean, there's a reason, right, that the United States we've been at war on some level for the last fuck since 2000. You know, yeah, twenty uh, something years, and before that, or what was it? Somebody read a statistic recently that i heard i have no idea where i heard it but uh in the united states uh the entire history right we've been at war like 75 percent of the time that's crazy man which is kind of crazy like the one time the one time in the history that we were not at war is like when we were coming up think about it because it was post vietnam that's true Post Vietnam, right up into well, there was the Gulf War. So yeah, hell, that, but the eighties didn't really have a lot of war. That 
that I knew of, at least. I mean, well, there's there was, there was Iran Contra, and, <laughs> right? There was there was little. Yeah, then there was a Iraqi Iranian war. But was America involved in any of that? I it was. You're right. It was it was right after Vietnam. I mean, yeah, it really wasn't <laughs> until the goal, like a real. Um, to, bring, yeah. to put it in perspective, when the Karate Kid came out, Creasy was a Vietnam veteran. He had just come back from the war. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's what the movie was. You know, that's when it took place right after the war in Vietnam. Yeah, in so the eighties, he, he would have been. Yeah, he would have been fairly fresh off of that. You know, just exactly. in time, in time to come back to the states and open up a Karma successful guy. karate dojo, <laughs> as one does. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, dude. If, <laughs> everybody had a karate dojo back in the of days. Of course, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just his one because he had a cool ass snake that's why oh shit yeah you know it's funny too it's like you remember it, it seems like karate was such a before mma karate had such a different place in the psyche of people you know what i mean of like the possibilities yeah. of it and how much of a badass somebody was if they knew karate, karate you know and uh <laughs> it's, it's just so funny man to think back to a time when like that was seen as like fucking badass, dude. Like, yeah, yeah like, you, you were black belt karate, man. You were the oh, shit, shit. You know, you, you could kick anyone's ass. You could wave that credential around big time. You're like, or my brother, my brother's a fucking black belt, and oh shit, you kind of thought like, fuck, man, like something happened between him and you know so and so. Fuck, he's yeah. a black belt, man. He could. You really thought that too? Yeah, but <laughs> now. Know? No, I mean you go to <laughs> you practiced MMA for a little bit, and uh, right, you you've really seen some shut up too. You've seen those matchups, right? Of like these yeah, tra- traditional martial artists versus like just some average ass like regular <laughs> MMA. <guy>. But anyway, <laughs> that's I don't know how that yeah. way, how we we got uh, sidetracked on that. But hey, since we are sidetracked, <laughs> um, but anyway, nonetheless, just to wrap up that topic. Um, needless to say, man, that my takeaway from all this is just. It's just unstable times, man. Everything's shaky. It doesn't seem like anybody's running anything um, with any nobody sense of... Nobody wants peace, man. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants, peace. wants peace. It's, it's not in anybody's interest. And that's not a good thing, too, when you looked at the ineptitude of of at least our perceived government. I don't know if like there's an actual government that happens, which a lot of people think. And all this other shit is just this sort of distraction. Like let's watch this little soap opera unfold while we really actually make these decisions and, you know, call these little shots under the table that are, that are making things happen around the world. Cause come on. Like, I mean, just to give you one example before we, obviously we're going to touch on this after uh, we're going to take a little bit of a pause, kind of unwind a little bit, stretch out to, I guess in a way to say hello to the audience. Uh, but just to finish that thought, right? You, we've got somebody in charge of the most powerful nation in the world who can barely form a fucking sentence. Um, that yeah. that leads me to believe that there's no real weight in an actual human being that holds that office as much as there is part of the show, right? To keep things yeah. going underneath the table. And that's what I fully believe at this point in my life, Rick. Like, I think that's why we progressively get goofier and goofier with these fucking presidents to where it's like, Oh, we can kind of get away with having this distraction that actually sits in the office. You know what I mean? And we can manipulate, yeah. especially this is what scared me recently. Cause I had this idea pop up into my head. I was sitting there listening to one of these like clips you hear of Biden or it's just like, like somebody, the fucking guy is compromised. Right. Like, I'm not even trying yeah. to be funny. It's just, it's bad. We'll and, get to that later. Oh, yeah. We're, we'll talk more about this later. But I just sit there and realize like, there, there's no way you can get the logic together that anybody who had any sort of intelligence that was genuinely trying to run the country from within the government would think that this, like, would ever get the nod. In a, in yeah. a system that was running with integrity, right? There's no fucking way. Like nobody would be CEO. Do you think any of the fucking corporation would let 
a guy like Biden be the no, CEO dude. for any any of these chair like uh, <laughs> no. any, any of these boards of these major corporations for one fucking second would let a dude like this run? You know what I mean? Apple or some yeah. shit. The fuck I mean, they, no. I, I don't think let Red Lobster would let him take the order for the customers. No, I mean, that's, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's right. how bad it is. No, yeah, right, yeah I, I'm talking like big and or not even Apple, but like industry shit you know these oil oil and gas fuck no he'd be gone in like quicker than you could think the thought so it's obviously on purpose you see what i'm saying that that he's there right in some sort of attempt to just like dude we can use this as a way to manipulate this compromised fucking poor at this point i'm like fuck poor guy man i mean for regardless of what he did in his past political career he doesn't know what the fuck's going on right now. And for, as a human being, I feel, honestly, I feel kind of bad that this yeah. has happened to this guy. And like, <laughs> cause there's a lot of steps along the way, right. They could have turned it a court, like very easy steps that could have prevented this from happening. Yeah. Therefore mm-hmm. there's no way you can convince me that there wasn't intentional. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, that being said, right. How fragile is, or in other words, him being there holding that office is a tool to circumvent the fucking system. And that's what's been brewing in my head for like two, three weeks now. Actually, yeah. ever since we've last recorded, the thought that just keeps like throbbing in my fucking head, like, God, dude, that's very fucking frightening. Yeah. But especially the, especially um... with what's at stake right now. See, do you see the uh the rally with uh Joe Biden and John Fetterman? Oh, that the sweat, sweatpants was, guy or whatever? Yes, dude. No. That was bad. That was Ex- really bad. Explain what happened before we do this little. They were. Right. Um, so uh, so they had some sort of infrastructure. Uh, I don't know. Rally. I want, I want to say with some people out there. Uh, there was a bridge that had collapsed in Pennsylvania. So Biden went to go see it. Right. He went to go make a show or whatever over there. And John Fetterman was there, too. And that dude couldn't get a sentence out, man. Oh. Poor guy. He was out there. He was just like, the, the bridge, the bridge fell. Bridge is going to get repaired. This guy right here. Repair oh, it. no. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. I saw that. That. Oh, God. That was hard that to was, watch. That was hard to do. It was hard to watch. You know me. I, you know, I, I, like, to, I like to dunk on uh, Democrats and, and Ben yeah. all a lot. But, dude, this was really hard to watch. But. That was this brutal, what, dude. That this was is what the people of Pennsylvania I, voted for, right? Yeah, when you first so, brought that brought that up, I didn't know exactly what you were talking. But yes, he's like infrastructure. He couldn't even say he couldn't even infrastructure. It was like his mouth was cotton mouth. He froze like the South Carolina pageant chick. Remember that was like and yeah. for for as such as and world yeah. pe- world world peace in the Nicaraguan hemisphere of such as likewise just like uh, that. Just like that. It just wasn't, it was it not was, making any kind of do- damn it, sense, man. It, it was literally that. He was watching it. Like, dude, bro, that was fucked up. But why, why, why does the DNC put these candidates up like that, though, man? That's that's what I'm saying. The dude, this is, here we go. Let's, you go, know what? let's go full fucking 10. I'm, dude, because I'm about to say something that. I, go ahead. I don't know. It, I'm not saying, like, here's my full stamp. Like, I'm signing the paperwork on this. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I do feel like the Democratic Party got like at some point like coerced. I don't know if it was conspiratorial or, or like intentional, but yeah. but there's been a shift right to where oh, it's such a like facade, man. And, and for yeah. some for somebody like Biden. Like it, it's like he was hand select. I might have mentioned this before on. He was not selected. Like he's hand selected as like, oh fuck, dude! If we can just get this bumbling moron in that chair, holy shit, we can do some fucking. We can really make some shit happen. Yeah, you know, and it. I mean, fuck. I mean, what? Also, you know, they they took the opportunity of COVID. They instituted all these melancholy. That was like the green light. Yeah, dude. It was like they changed so many voting laws around. But now, I mean, you know, with we're back, we're going back to normal, right? 
Is this going to, is he going to win again? You know, I mean, <laughs> some way. Like, there's no fucking way. So what can't. if he does win though? I know he probably will is what's fucked. Yeah. That's so. Now what? Are we still going to talk about election integrity now? Or is that still a thing that we're not, we're not supposed to talk about? I don't know. Dude. I, don't, I don't know anymore. I don't know either. I really, I came into, you know, and it's kind of funny that like this coincided with our lack of recording recently. But I've really had a tough time, dude. I'm not, I'm just going to fall behind the scenes. Like the last three weeks, as far as my thoughts on, uh, I don't know. It was just like a few key things in my head sort of like popped, you know, or these, yeah. this, these sort of um, reality uh, injections just sort of spill into your brain all at once. And it just kind of opens the floodgate. I don't know. Every now and again, you'll read something and you'll learn some sort of fact or something, or, or you'll just be sitting with, with some information and some different perspective. And all of a sudden it'll kind of, it's not like new information, but all of a sudden your perspective shifts for whatever reason. And it opens up this whole door of possibilities that was right there in the surface, like the whole time. And you just never saw it. And yeah. you, and then you can't unsee it. And so that's recently kind of what happened to me. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. It's kind of been tough. Like it's really kind of fucked me up. Yeah, that was a weird yeah. sort of. It was a like a weird confession. It was kind of cryptic, but like, it's been a real battle, dude. <laughs> kind of having yeah. having faith in uh, what's going down right now. But with that being said, it's not. You know, so there's that, right? There's the stage that we're living in. But at the same time, sometimes it makes you dig just a little bit deeper and like, hey, what's going on with, uh, you know what I mean? What's going on with me in my life, right? And what's important? And one of you those know, things, one of those things that's important. What's that? Is parenthood and fatherhood. Oh, dude, it's our, it's our post-Father's Day show. Exactly. So well, it was, yeah, it was Father's Day last weekend. It sure was, man. How was, recording, yeah. how was yours? How was your father's day? Mine was mine was actually pretty good, man. Um, you know, I, I liked it. It was it was really nice. What ended yeah. up happening was my wife asked me, so what do you want to do for Father's Day? Like, do you want to take a day off? Do you want to go like, you know, go play golf or whatever? Like, what do you want to do? It, a lot of these activities that she proposed was being by myself. Right. But I don't want to be by myself. I want to be with my kids. Yeah. So I said, you know what, honey, you know, you take the Sunday off, I'll take the kids. Dude, we had, a, we had a shit ton of fun, bro. That's awesome. Like, yeah, we went to go watch Spider-Man. Nice. Um, yeah. Went to go watch Spider-Man. Went to, uh, went to go have snow cones, eat some junk food. Uh, went to go play video games at Cidercade. Oh, um, that place is dude, phenomenal. It is fucking awesome. It was a fucking awesome day. My kids had a blast. Yeah. I had a blast. Uh, and that was the best Father's Day I've ever had. Oh, shit, really is. dude. Yeah. That's amazing. I love hearing that. Yeah. That's that's Spider-Man so cool. was fucking awesome, dude. Was it? I've heard I don't know if my kids got it. Yeah. 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 No, I don't I don't know if they got it because they're only five. But um they loved it though. I mean they love the fight seat the, the fight sequences. Um they loved uh, the the art. I mean the, the animation on there, it was really nice. Cool. And then the, you know the we had um snow cones. But not the cheap ones, like the the ones with the really fine ice. Yeah, yeah, I know, no, what, you, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Really yeah, good. yeah. Like 12, uh, and then twelve dollar type shit. Yeah, the twelve dollar yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. the one with the ice cream and the fruit on top. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, so not some little mobile contraption. No, 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 that okay. man. Somewhere I went like, all out. Somewhere on the off the highway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Or something like <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not one of those. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we went to Cidercade, and then uh, we played video games till till we got tired, and then we left. And that was it. That was my Father's Day. Nice, fucking Fuck yeah, dude. That sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, um, I had a pretty decent one as well. Uh, well, Father's Day itself uh, wasn't great, just because I worked. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, which is one of the pitfalls of the industry I'm in. But uh, but we always make up, you know, the day itself to me doesn't really matter. We kind of do our own thing. So um, we did go out to eat um, as far as like the technical Father's Day sort of celebration. So nothing crazy. But yeah. um, I just got back from because I, I finally got a little bit of time off. Right. And first time in like six months. 
which is much overdue. Uh, but we went up to the hill country, man, me and the whole family. Nice. And uh, we did kind of a little central Texas tour. To be honest, we popped around, um, made a little, a little brief visit to San Antonio, brief visit to Austin, um, Canyon Lake, San Marcos, New Braunfels, awesome, Wimberley. It's we were all over, over the there. place. Yeah. Oh, just absolutely. And, you know, I, I have a hill country kind of have a little bit of a special place for me. I, I uh, when I was in high school, my uncle, uh, who had moved down from Nebraska to live with my dad for a little bit. He ended up working on this ranch. He stayed in Houston for a little bit and it just wasn't his, you know what I mean? These two dudes grew up on yeah. a farm. It just wasn't, wasn't the right, it, wasn't the right fit, man. So any, anyway, he ended up moving way out to uh, this little town called Lakey, Texas, where he stayed in the, 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 the little house the guy had in town and he would work on his ranch. So that was kind of part of the deal. Like he did shit around the ranch and uh, he got to stay there. Uh, rent free or whatever in the house and he kind of maintained okay. it because cool. the guy lived in houston he owned the ranch yeah. he worked in houston so anyway my, my uncle stay out there so therefore i was in high school and sometimes on the weekends dude i would drive out there and i was looking always looking for cool shit we uh spent a lot of time out there sometimes me and my dad would go tubing and uh not like the big ass like th- this was cool because not just the big ass like commercial, you know, when everybody piles in the in the yeah the, the, you know, the Guadalupe yeah. right with with beer can like where it's a big old tourist thing. This was more like kind of back before that specific area was real popular. Yeah, and so it was off the beaten path. So you just go like on a solo mission, like just the two. You know what I mean? Like just me yeah. and him, and like literally nobody else on the river. That's fucking awesome. Just fucking t- tubing and shit, and finding these little spots. Like I would because I mentioned before on the show. Uh, I was always into cliff diving and stuff like wherever I could find little places. Yeah. Once, one time we even found this little crate, this little place. And I did some, we climbed up there and did some dives off of it and shit. And uh, so anyway, that that's always, and I've just over the course of my life, man, I've just haven't really got to go um, do that a whole lot. So like, you know, you sit there, the years go by time's running out. Yeah. You start, you start realizing, right. You get that perspective as to what's really important. And so a few months ago, I was like, God damn it. Like, I want to go to the Hills country. Like it's just been, you know, I've touched yeah. it every now and again, we'll go to Austin or whatever and San Antonio and kind of be, get like a little dose. But I was like, man, I really haven't been out there like that. So uh, finally did it. And it was one of those things where when I was driving back, uh, cause our last stop was in Austin and then back to, uh, back out here to Cyprus. And so as I was driving back, I was just like, Holy fuck, did I need that? Just yeah. reset my whole, I went fucking, I went running up there and, and found some little trail, uh, near where we were staying, uh, you know, all, all rocky and shit. Uh, so I got to do a rocky little, shit. Oh, oh, rocky. Wait, wait. Yeah. And fucking hill. Oh, okay. You're not, you're not climbing yeah. stairs. Or okay. No, I get it. Okay. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Okay. The yeah, environment like was rocky, not, super, not the scene. Okay. Super hilly, dude. And my like fucking legs were toast, but I was like, I'm only out here so often, just fuck it, fight through it. So every morning I got up and ran this long ass trail. Yeah. And uh oh, but it was just great, dude. It was one of those things where it just like nice. recal recalibrates everything. Like I fucking feel like myself for the first time in months. And uh yeah. I do want to recommend a place though for our yeah. podcast listeners. Yeah, go for it. You know, um, if you guys ever find yourself in Texas. Uh, and you find yourself in the in the hill country. There's a spot in San Marcos called the Ramon Lucio Park. Okay, this place is the tits, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got it's a river that runs through this park. It's shallow enough to where you can stand in there, and it's got three. It's got like three cascades, so you can mm-hmm. go down these cascades on a tube or even even by yourself. You know, just you can swim down these cascades. Um, and it's so awesome, man. It's so awesome. It's a very well taken care of park. Um, so anyway, I, I recommend anyone to go to the Moon Lucio Park. Look it up on Google. It's a really nice place to visit. It's free. They don't charge you anything to just park your car there for free. Yeah, and sit sit up there with uh, you know your lawn chairs and and a tube. And that's it. You're done. Yeah. No, that for sure. And that's kind of the vibe, like out that yeah. way. Like there's so much fucking beautiful little spots to to do, and and a lot of them are just straight up they're like free, pa- parks yeah yeah they're parks if you get if you get there early enough boom get a parking space then if you get and... hungry you drive down the highway and you go to rudy's load yourself up on some on some brisket <laughs> yeah <laughs> come oh, back to the park and take a nap 
<laughs> yeah, fucking breakfast tacos fucking for four meals a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um but anyway, but yeah, that, was, but, that, was, that was yeah, that was yeah, man. Fucking great father's day. You know who else I bet had a pretty decent father's day, or maybe oh, yeah. uh the the Bidens. The the you know? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Hunter uh Hunter was gonna was gonna negotiate 12% for the big guy for Father's Day. Right. So right. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, that's a shit show, man. Yeah, that's a fucking shit show. That's that's gotten from bad to worse, man. Yes. That hasn't gotten any better. It went from from Hunter's laptop, and then it went to like uh whistleblowers, and then it went to like straight up extortion. Like the, the 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 WhatsApp the WhatsApp message from Bi- uh, from Bi- from Hunter just Bro. most recently with extortion that like straight up I'm gonna threaten your ass if if you don't pay me. Oh, like, it's just, you know, like it's, you know what Hunter Biden's like. You know the movie like some Hollywood movie about like the presidency and shit or like yeah. some big political figure. Like when it's at the Hollywood movie, there's always that one part where he's got somebody associated with him, whoever the main character is. That's like a fucking liability, you know, and they're all, all, all his little handlers are so terrified that, you know, this, this person's going to fuck up, man. That's what, that's what old little boy Biden is. So far, here's what's going on. Um, So it all started off with the laptop. Okay. This all started with the laptop that he left behind at some, some computer store. And this, this laptop, of course, as you guys know, um, had a lot of emails in there, but didn't have any context. What's, mm-hmm. what's what's going on here? Like, who's he sending these emails to? What is it? Well, um, at the dawn of that, now we have we have a lot of whistleblowers coming out in both the Justice Department and the IRS, who are both saying that the Justice Department is stonewalling a lot of the investigations that are geared towards the Bidens, and they have proof. Okay, um, there was an IRS whistleblower who who talked about a document that they had to fill out because Biden had received some $5 million payment from somewhere for his company, which we don't know what the hell the company does anyway. And this, this document is unclassified. It's being held up by the FBI and the FBI does not want to release it. Okay. It's not classified. There's no sources or methods. They just don't want to release the the, the receipt, the proof of, of the Biden's getting a $500, $5 million payment from a foreign entity. Yeah. Okay. So you're trying to figure out, well, who is this foreign entity? Well, out comes this WhatsApp message saying, you better pay me my money uh, or else my father who's sitting in this room is going to sick all his friends on you guys. um, And you don't want that to happen. It's getting, dude, (laughs) the thing is now, now, the media's reporting on it now, which is very different from what's been happening in the past. Right. They're asking questions. The White House does not want to answer any questions. Nobody wants to answer questions on this stuff, but the media is reporting on it. And the idea here is that they're trying to get Biden to not run again in 2024. Hmm. They're trying to get him to step down from running because he's actually a liability now. Um, You know, I'm not sure what's going to happen. They're they're afraid that Trump is going to win, which he probably will if he's running against Biden. But... Like you and I talked, it's yeah. it's, it's almost kind of rigged, right? You know, I don't know. Yeah, Can we say that. Man, it's um, it's but this tough. is bad though. The, the the bad part about it is this: that at the same time that this is all happening, that there that that whistleblowers are coming out saying that the Justice Department is stonewalling investigation, they're going after the uh, the the leading Republican that's challenger for the presidency. They're going after Trump. At the same time, okay, these investigations have lasted about five years for the Bidens, and yeah. nothing's come up yet. It took what was a raid uh, on Mar-a-Lago back, back in January or something. God, so that seems like a long time ago now. Yeah, this was six months ago, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't have the, my information here, but a few months ago, and they've already brought they've already brought charges. They've already uh, taken him to court. They've already processed him. But you're telling me that an investigation for the Bidens is taking five years, nothing has come out of it. So oh, no, yeah, that's they, happening at the same time. Right. And and this is on in front view of the people. That's the overarching theme in the last like five years is just 
that we're getting to see they're the public two systems of justice yeah and we're getting to see how shit really works yeah and it's sick it's sad though it's sick and it's sad yeah it is Is it ever going to change can it change do we have the power to change it i don't know i don't think so dude i don't care how many times we vote i know that's just not going to change you don't you don't you don't vote out these bureaucrats in, in in the justice department and the fbi you don't vote them out you can't even fire them their, their unions are so strong you can't even fire them like yeah, you know what the va does I'll just give you an example this is a, a smaller scale what the va does and this is because I, I have no pharmacists that work there if if you have a pharmacy crew that isn't very productive they'll bring their own little televisions they'll take naps during the, the breaks you know what they do they hmm. just hire more pharmacists to compensate for the ones that aren't working because they can't fire the ones that aren't working okay yeah so you go in there you do your time for about two or three years and then you start slacking off man because you know they're not they're not going to fire you and all they do is just increase the amount of staffing coming in hey let's hire three more people because you know it's just not getting done well why don't you fire three more people that aren't doing anything well because right. we can't we're the government and so imagine that but on the on the fbi on the scale of the fbi you can't fire these agents you can't elect them, you cannot unelect them, and you can't fire them. They're 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 stuck in there. So is this that, shit's not gonna change anytime soon. Is that yeah? And do you think that's the root of the problem? I mean, that may be kind of an obvious, it yeah. seems like that's what you're saying. But yeah, that's it's yeah. well, and also with all the, the criticism. People in power are are given way too much power for for what they for what they're hired to do. Right. Well, and, and like you said, there's this whole sort of uh you know, layer of fat that doesn't need to exist within all these agencies that are, you look at just all the recent criticism in the last several years for stuff with the FBI. Right. Yeah. And it, there's obviously still a, a root of, of, of a lot of fantastic agents, right. The work that they do is yeah. phenomenal. I mean, it, maybe the ones it, that it, catch, it, like, you know, on the set. porn and shit like that. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, regardless of of the outliers, th- there is a, an element that operates at a very high level, I guess, is that my, my bigger point. But because of the yeah. dead weight. um, Or these partisan You know actors. what I mean? There's these shit. Yeah. yeah, there's shenanigans that are that are really bringing the reputation of the the entity down. You know, um, so we heard of uh, Peter Strzok, the guy who had an insurance policy in case Trump won. He was telling his his little girlfriend that. Um, And he worked for the FBI, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was just the tip of the iceberg for what is really happening now. Peter Strzok was just one person within the FBI who was conspiring against the president as a, to have an insurance policy. But now that we have the Durham report come out, now that we've got the Justice Department and how they're operating at present day, you see that it's not one Peter Strzok. The whole agency is filled with these people. Yeah. They are filled with this two system of justice and they, they do believe in that. So it's, it's sad. It's scary because if they don't like you, if they don't like your politics, they're going to go and... and um, Go to your house with drawn, with guns drawn, trying to take you out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I guess if, if you have Antifa by, behind you, they won't do anything to you. But um, if you're conservative, they they may not like you very much. So, oh, for sure. Anyway, well, and yeah, man, so, and like the FBI has access to everything too. Oh yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah. don't forget, don't forget that. <laughs> they have access to, to uh, your Twitter, yeah. not TikTok. Well, maybe they have access to TikTok now because they've kind of laid off TikTok. Yeah. So maybe. maybe they give them access already. Like they're maybe. okay. Well, we'll bring on two agents to be part of our staff, and now you can, you know, yeah. harass us for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's crazy. It is, but, man. but there's well, no way to change it. There's no. I don't think there's any way to change it. You can't. You can't. It's riding from the. Uh, it, not even Congress can change it. What can they do? Right. The power of the purse? Oh, you're gonna defund the FBI? Come on. Seriously. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Good no, luck. you're not you're not gonna defund shit. So um no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. With that heartwarming um heart 
or to end on a, a heartwarming note, I guess we'll we'll start to bring this to a close there. But at least we oh, got yeah. the Father's Day stuff in. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's good. There's still good people out there doing good things, and well, you know, still fathers out there. You know, there's still yeah. fathers, man. There's still people operating out of a sense of love. You know, for their fellow, their fellow citizens, their their neighbor. Um, you know, um, yeah. so going back to the Father's Day thing. Yeah. One thing that I've okay, so you know, you you, you you've talked about this already. How uh, in the last two weeks or whatever, you've had this epiphany of how things really work, right? Yeah. They're like, why do we have these two, well, two dumbasses in, 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 in office? To be clear, it's like, it's not like these are new thoughts, right? No. Yeah. Like, but yeah, just to kind of specify what it, I was dude. saying earlier, but it's like, in other words, like, yeah, it was more of like this kind of perspective shift where all the stuff kind of flooded in at once, right? Like yeah. all this info I've been gathering and all these little facts year over year over year, you know, and then- they all sort of like exploded and it's like this, the puzzle sort of comes together. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, I no, wanted... I was going to say, um, so I think about tied into the Father's Day thing. I think about like, what kind of world are we going to leave our kids? You know, right. when I'm my dad's age in my seventies and my kids are in their thirties, right. What kind of world are they going to be in? And I, I, the way I can it is to, Dude, I, I can only relate it to things that I know that I've seen, right? right. So mm-hmm. I kind of related to this is gonna sound stupid, but I kind of related to that 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 cartoon Batman Beyond, where okay. it's like Batman in the future. Okay. You know, the kid there's there's a, a Batman replacement in the future. Yes. And the thing is that in his little ear, his ear, he's got old Bruce Wayne telling him what to do and, and how to fight and stuff like that while he's out there fighting crime. Right. Well, the one thing that the one thing that Bruce Wayne doesn't know is crime present day. You know, he still ha- the, the new Batman still has to fight the Jokers, but right. it's a more brutal form of, of the gang that, that Batman once fought, the original right. it's, one. It's evolved. It's evolved. And, and you know, the, the new Batman, he has to evolve with it. He's evolved with it naturally. He knows what these guys do and how they operate. Mm-hmm. Something that the old Batman can relate to. So I'm hoping that my kids are going to be like the new me out there right. but they've evolved they've evolved to the society the way it is at present day that i cannot never relate to because society has changed so much it's going to change a lot by the time i turn 70 and i can't get it but yeah. i can tell them how to react to certain things right that's i can a good be idea. that little that voice in their ear like like bruce wayne was to um to the new batman and batman beyond um what was his name i forgot his name terry i think it was his name was terry okay yeah. No, that's actually a really it, it, yeah. At first, I was kind of hmm, where's he going with this? I'm not I'm not real familiar with the show, but no, that's an excellent analogy. That is kind of true. Yeah. And in, in a similar fashion, I, I kind of think of the same thing too, right? When I when I think of my my kids and the world that they're coming up in is so much different. Uh, I the message, I guess, the underlying message that I keep trying to, I try to inject like a human element to like a real in other words uh the biological because at the end of the day right all this political shit and all these global politics and government and all these things you know work blah 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 all these things are all great but you could get eaten by a fucking bear too yeah right like in other words we haven't superseded (laughs) our accountability to mother nature regardless Right. Yeah. A, a storm could come by and just shut the whole fucking thing down or whatever. <laughs> a meteor, a meteor could like at any given moment. So just turn off the lights. You see what that, happens to society when you shut down the power. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that being said, that's the ultimate, you know, um, ultimate equalizer. Right. So that's still here. So I guess my, I can't really tell them how to prepare for what happens in the future. Because I have no idea the future is developing week to week to week. And in some sense, um, their adaptability to new interfaces with technology is, is that's the thing I'm realizing about like the younger people, their adaptability to certain things like that. And they're, they're regardless of what you, you may criticize the current generation or the generation that's kind of evolving is their minds work a little bit differently than ours. Hundred, I, I think I think that's safe to say. 
Um, They've evolved. Right. There's a lot of things, obviously, that they're missing, you know, and I think that's what's to me is what I try to like, hey, I'm a, I guess, like a a foot into the old world. Let yeah. let me make sure that I I I pass the knowledge of what was important from the world. It's almost like you're passing the torch. Like here, here, take this new world because this is something that's kind of beyond my understanding. Like I my brain can't move that fast. Like yeah. in other words, I can't receive information about it's a fucking mercenary group that wants to march into Moscow and take it. Like I can't bounce that with like what's going to happen at work tomorrow. Like the stuff I have to do just to earn a living to keep my lights on and and have my kids have a a warm bed. Like I can't process all of that um, because it's coming too fast. My brain as a kid didn't evolve into receiving that much differing information in that short of window of a time and be able to process it effectively um, to manipulate my environment. I just didn't, there's did kind of though. Does that make sense? Their brains sort of did like the younger you get, their brains are going to be more prepared in a way to deal with sort of the rapid. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that we're not, I'm not saying that they'll be, they'll make the right decisions or they'll be prepared because there's a lot of things that they are missing, like a lot of practical sort of knowledge is is yeah. starting to to go by the Dude, wayside but they do i think that they've developed their brains are developing very different because of the amount of in, input that it's receiving right if we were to take it it's like if, if it was like a cpu you know so anyway i just think it's interesting to it, yeah. in other words it's hard to predict what lies ahead because we obviously have no fucking clue yeah with shit like yeah, AI. I, I know what you mean. You know? It's crazy, man. Yeah, I know. I know. So all I can do is, is be that little voice in their ear that tells them how to navigate the world, but I can't tell you how to think about it. Yeah, for sure. And and, and don't think that what I want to kind of close with is like, that's why, you know, shows like ours are important. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but. No, we will. Because I think what we provide is like unfiltered, um, sort of analysis of the world around us coming from a source of the the demographic of people that are dealing with it in real time, as opposed to an entity with interests of like, oh, we want to, you know, it's obviously at this point that the traditional media is kind of almost comical, um, but there's, there's a more sort of, uh, it's a complicated way you have to decipher what's going on in the media now, because it's interlaced with actual peer-to-peer communication via social media, right? Like yeah. that that's actually being coerced. So who's to say you couldn't present some entity as like, oh, I'm just a regular TikToker. And it may be some fresh faced kid, right? Who does yeah. all the all the regular tropes that all the TikToker populars do, but yeah. they're they're interweaving like certain things they want you to focus your attention on does that make sense yeah no no i know what you mean okay for example when you're growing up everybody wants to belong to a clique all right Mm -hmm. you're looking for groupthink all right you're looking for a clique someone to a group to belong to someone you're gonna you're gonna drive with a group of people that you're gonna you know that they're more towards what you remember doing you know you had the cholos hanging out with the cholos or people who like rock music would hang out together that kind of thing yeah um but there was a time also when you left that that environment and you kind of were by yourself. And that was college. Yeah. I was in college, I was by myself a lot. Oh, I, I was a loner in college. Okay. And I had that moment to kind of develop my own thoughts, you know, what was wrong, what was right, kind of look at things. But now you have social media. But if we have social media, I would always be thinking the way that yeah. the phone tells me to think I wouldn't have that moment of clarity by myself yeah. where I could decide what is right and what is wrong for myself. Yeah. You know, I'm always, I would always be looking for group things. So i got to tell, I got to teach my kids don't fall for the group thing. Okay. Read things objectively and, and with criticism and, yeah. and opposing, even if you agree with it, find ways to oppose it. Yeah. You know, so that, you know, so that you know that you're truly independent. 
Anyway, oh, no, for, that's that's something I got to teach my kids. Exactly. And well, so the interesting thing is like, you know, I participate in that world to a degree, right? Kind of honestly, because of when we started the show, I was kind of forced to for like promotional purposes. But in doing that, it sort of taught me how the new, like how that works. Right. Yeah. And so it's interesting because, you know, I'll participate in it. Like I said, the entry point was just for the show, but then you kind of get sucked into it and it's like, Oh wow. But because I have a brain rooted in the world before that it recognizes, you know, sometimes if you let it, you can just, it's like all subconscious input and you, you don't know what's happening as far as like sitting there scrolling and being like, Oh fuck, I've been on this thing for 20 minutes. It seemed like 10 seconds, (laughs) right. You'll recognize that, but it's like, I'm recognizing it because my brain developed with like the entire history or at least, you know, maybe like half of it where that wasn't in a reality. So I, I noticed the difference, but like to somebody of a certain age where there is no, uh, like what, what do they call it in an experiment? Like, well, critical thinking, but like the control and a variable, right? Like like there's no, um, (laughs) there's nothing to like, bounce that off of or or, or compare it yeah, to. Yeah, so. yeah, I see what you mean. There's nothing to, like you said, you were remember, you, you grew up in a different age where that was not a thing, so you can recognize yeah. it. It right. st- stands out like a sore thumb to you. E- even if it- But it, to somebody who yeah. never c- got exposed to that, it blends in. You right. don't recognize it. Right, and even with that though, we're still, they've got it down to a science so crazy that like, bro, it'll suck you in and you don't even know it. Yeah, you go down the rabbit hole. You go, man. It's, and it's do you ever come out? Who knows? I don't know. Right? I don't know. It's tough. But yeah. anyway, with that, I think we will uh, end this program. So thank you for nice. uh, thank you for joining us as always. But also, you know, thank you for bearing with us. You know, if you're coming back and you're still subscribed and we're getting these episodes out, and you're, you're, yes. you're enjoying them. It's really important for shows like this to exist, like I said, for that direct communication um you know thought for the sake of thought for the sake of discussion so anyhow keep uh keep thinking don't get uh stay positive as best you can you know be good to your loved ones and uh have a great summer stay out of this heat jesus christ it's it's fucking hot man unless you're in australia then you know go outside it's nice yeah you're right right. (laughs) down down here in texas though it's oof it's a little brutal so we're trying to stay cool but uh Other than that, have a good week. Take care.